What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the LCR Media Podcast. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro, and I am live in, at Pod Row at the huge convention. We've got lots of stuff going on, lots of uh, ADD you know, going on, um, lots of, lots of uh, people, lots of opportunities. Uh, the first time at the huge convention, lots of cool stuff here. Uh, we've been talking about it on previous episodes, so you guys, if you, know, if you don't know, go back and listen to the previous episodes. I don't want to go down that path every single episode. I want to just jump right into it. So today we've got, uh, we've got Chris Pegnia with a, a Busy Beaver. How's it going? Dude, it's awesome, Naylor. This place is sweet. I'm uh, just, like I said, I can walk around here for hour rips and just get lost yeah, right and the, the scenic beauty of this place yeah yeah well yeah where we are the the uh, um the gaylord um opry land hotel or whatever it's like this crazy resort type thing with multiple convention centers and exposition halls and i mean this is definitely the place to hold events for sure and you can house as many people for your events as well this place is just massive so yeah to your point it's easy to get lost i Hell thought yeah. i knew my way around this morning like I thought I knew my way around by this morning and I'm trying to go to the gym with, you know, Paul James and the Green Street Podcast and I ended up just looping around one section. I'm like, what did, I, what did I just do? How do I get to this other side? I'm like, oh man, you, you have to go inside and go under and through and then pop out in the next atrium section and I'm like, oh my goodness. So yeah, just when you think you got it figured out, you get lost all over again. This place is, yeah. is huge, but it is, it is beautiful. My wife's been, uh, she's she's here. She When, when we're here podcasting, she's just kind of like at the pool and here there and checking out all the beauty of it so it's definitely a nice place down here in nashville tennessee oh it's go- it's gorgeous i mean i was in scottsdale arizona uh last year for the uh technology conference we stayed at the uh pink princess super swanky very classy just like it is here it's all upscale you just feel great when you're you know you're, you feel like you're just having an experience yeah. the whole yeah. time you, you never feel um it certainly doesn't feel like when you walk into a dive bar and you're you're like, holy shit, uh, right. this place is a piece of garbage. Right. <laughs> Why are we here? <laughs> right. You, you get the total opposite of that. You're like on a on a, a, a cruise or something. Yeah. Or a, a, a presidential outing. Yeah, very, very, very high class, for sure. It's very high that's class. That's kind of how I feel here. Yeah, no, right? that's how I feel the whole time here. It's just like that. So I think this place is nicer than that technology that I, uh, conference that I went to, um, last, last summer. Yeah. It's even nicer here. You can, you can basically just walk and enjoy the landscapes, but you're inside. It's, 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 in, it's, uh, inter, it's unique, right? Cause yeah. it's like a greenhouse effect. They've got a whole like glass ceiling or yeah, ceiling, roof, whatever, all the above. You can see it from on the highway driving by. You're like, oh, that must be it because it's like just huge yeah. glass roofs. And, yeah, so it's very, very unique. They got pl- real plants everywhere, waterfalls and everything. They've got like a little river boat ride, just yeah. like you're in Paris or something. It is France. like you're in Paris, man. It's yeah, awesome. It's crazy. So it's, it's, it's really beautiful. But... With that, all that being said, you know, we are at the huge convention, which is all about pressure washing, window cleaning, I see gutter cleaning, Christmas lighting, and they keep growing and evolving, right? Apparently, this this uh, show started as, this convention started for pressure washing. It was like a pressure washing convention, and um, previous owner, well, like, I guess it started to, like, spin off into Christmas lighting, and the current owners now took it over from the previous owners and have started to evolve it into more services, and they kind of want to be the premier service industry um you know like home services convention so it's not just for pressure washing you know because now there's 
Christmas lighting and gutter cleaning and window cleaning and now hopefully lawn and landscape. I mean, there's CRMs like Jobber. Shout out to Jobber for um, sponsoring the pod row here so we could put this together and get content. And they're a CRM that overlaps all types of industries, right? You know, there's all types of service industries that can use uh, a CRM or should use a CRM to have all of their customer relations management, you know, all in one place invoicing, estimating, contacting, you know, communicating your clients, all types of stuff, reporting, you know, routing, all that stuff is basically like a real crude summary of what a CRM is, but definitely check out Jobber uh, if you're interested in that kind of stuff. But the whole point is, if you come to the huge convention, you can grow your business, whether you're window cleaning or lawn care or, or whatever it is, if you're in the service industry, there's a lot of overlap between things that, that everyone talks about, you know, whether it's marketing, uh, you know, acquiring um, um, employees, team culture, knowing your numbers, profitability, all types of stuff. I mean, of course, there's the actual like, well, there's here's a class on like over on the showroom floor here. They've got classes on pressure washing safety and window cleaning safety. And so there's specific things to, to that. And I'm sure they're going to evolve that when there's more of a demand for other other services. But upstairs, they've got tons of breakout sessions and speakers talking about very um, general management practices and business owner practices that apply to all of us, no matter what you're doing. So that's, that's again, I said I wasn't going to go into what the huge convention was about, but I just couldn't help myself. So here we go. There you go. Hopefully you still go back and listen to the previous episodes because there's a lot of great guests that I've been getting on. But have you been to Nashville is what I wanted to ask you before? No, first time. Fish out of water yeah, here. Me, me too. Me too. So first it, time in Music City. It's it's yeah. It's cool, man. It, it, is. it really is. And you've got a very unique story about uh, <laughs> getting here. So we'll get into that in a second. But before we, we'll tease people to hear that story. Um, but first, tell everybody about yourself. Who you are? You're podcasting now. You're part of the Mr. Producer Network. I was just on your podcast not too long ago. You've got how many episodes now? I think we got seven out. Uh, out. Yeah. yeah, but we got like. 20, 30 that are, are done. Yeah. They're just kind of getting... And, and and the name of your podcast? It's learn, our, our podcast is Learning with Leaders. Uh, we interview um, people that have grown successful companies, and there's a lot of tips and tricks you can hear about their, their journey, what they're doing, uh, habits, things that are um, helping them to be a success, and what uh, their kind of mindset is. Uh, I think that the thing that I've noticed... As I've interviewed everyone, it's uh, these successful people. They have ha they have habits, um, and they kind of leave clues on how to. It wouldn't matter if they 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 just dissolved their business and started another one. Right. Those it's those habits that they would basically and those routines and the way they allot their time and spend their time and how they how they use it um, that has allowed them to be successful and they could basically recreate that again just under under the uh, elements that they use in the process they do. Right. Yeah, that 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 makes total sense. And I truly believe that there are a lot of folks here that, like you said, if they if their business disappear, they could just start all over again. It's like rinse and repeat because they have a lot of the, the right components to, you know, mindset for one thing and, and all the other uh, aspects that you were talking about. So so that's good. So you, you're trying to get those folks on, on the show so that you can kind of decompress that dissect that and explain you know share it with with, with the community and, and the audience so well let's go back now what's your story let's talk about chris so uh, i mean chris, well right now chris is he's, <laughs> he's just loving life here in the in, the, in this podcast because i mean I, i'm not dealing with any anything that I'll, I'll tell you about but i'm uh you know 
I, I might be the odd man out and kind of like out of the tribe, and you know, you guys are too. We're all lawn, lawn guys over here, and you know, right. we, we get a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of stares. Yeah. And like, what's going on here with these guys? Yeah. Snide comments, stares. Uh, you know, <laughs> right, right. A, a lot of uh, maybe put downs. I don't know. <laughs> I find it. I find it hilarious though. But I think that just like just like anything. It's. I noticed that these conventions, when I first started going to them, I was more interested in the tools and the equipment and the gear, and I would just be stuck on how I'm going to improve my business on doing it, doing it, doing it by getting better gear and getting more equipment and just investing into more stuff. Um, any Anything and everything, it was it's always the tools, it's always the equipment, it's always just basically how can I do it better and work. As these... You know, last couple of years has unfolded, and as I'm at these conferences now, my mind has kind of shifted, and I don't care about the gear anymore like I used to. I, I still do, uh, I, but I try to force myself not to focus on it because I'll just get stuck in it and shiny object syndrome right? and just be focused on that. But it's basically how can you develop professionally? What can you do to, sh- to do your mind shift? I mean, I'm... Uh, staring at Mike's booth, uh, average sucks here, and it, <laughs> yeah. it's you know that I think um, less people are going to go off and basically be held accountable by Mike uh, in their personal life, but you'll get a return on your investment that's probably way greater if you start working on that than if you just buy new pressure washer gear or a new mower or another right. weed whacker or a high, more high-powered backpack blower. Right, right. Or, you know, a, a new ramp or whatever this is yeah. on your on your truck. Right. I think if you're going to come here and develop yourself and learn from guys who are, who are farther along the journey in yours, it doesn't really matter exactly what the trade is that you're doing. It's really a people business no matter what. And it's basically taking care of your employees who then in turn you know, who are literally your internal client, taking care of them, making sure they're happy, speaking to them, asking how their day, their week, their life is going and focusing on their life and showing that you care about it. They then in turn go out and just move mountains for your clients. Your client then feels, feels your employee's enthusiasm because your employee actually likes to work for you. So if you can accomplish that, it doesn't really matter what the trade is that you're doing. So you can go and just buy all the gear in the world and, and, and finance every gear and have everything perfect. But if you're not going to really get the nuts and bolts down to like showing that the employee matters, hiring an office manager, a people, uh, an HR manager or a operations manager that actually cares about people and doesn't view them their job as that they're a hammer and everything else is a nail. They right. don't know. They're the only hammer in the room, and everyone needs to get smacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Busy Beaver Lawn and Garden. I, I think that's interesting because a lot of people say lawn and landscape, and you say lawn, gar- lawn, and, lawn garden. and garden. So, what's that all about? For the past five years, Naylor Taliaferro has been working on something special for the lawn and landscape community. Something that's never been done before. An event that will change your business, your creativity, and possibly even your life. The LCR Summit is a two-day event chalked full of masterclasses taught by the best in the community. It is the live event of live events. Seating is limited to keep the classes engaging, and so everyone gets a chance to participate. 
Go to lcrsummit.com or click the link in the podcast description for full details. Speakers include Keith Kalfas, John Pajak, Paul Jameson, Marvin Salcedo, Jonathan Potoshnik, the lawn care millionaire, and some guy called Mr. Producer. That's right. I can't wait to see you at the LCR Summit. Busy Beaver Lawn and Garden. I, I think that's interesting because a lot of people say lawn and landscape, and you say lawn, gar- lawn, and, lawn garden. and garden. So what's that all about? Uh, just a little. You know, like to be a little different. Um, I like everybody's it. lawn and la- you know everybody's lawn and landscape. Uh, you know, I just wanted it to stick out, I guess, and uh, roll off. Stuck the out to me. Yeah, it's it's noticeable. I, I like different. Different's better. Better isn't better. Different's better. Um, Mike McCallow, it's a popular author with Profit First and a lot of other books. He, he said that once upon a time. So that always stuck with me. So I naturally am do different things anyway. Like I, I don't always want to just rinse and repeat what everyone else did. Like if, if, if I can see another way, then, you know, that might be different, but still get those same results or better results. And I'll do that. So I, I noticed that lawn and garden. That's cool. interesting. So what, what's, what's the backstory between behind busy beaver and, and how, when, when did that start and what do you guys do? So, I mean, I was a neighborhood kid, uh, a paper route type of thing. I uh, started towing a lawnmower around with a, a rope, basically just attached to my seat, and I would pull the pull the lawnmower around and cut cut neighbors' grass. Then it turned into, you know, gutty, gutter cleaning, shoveling driveways. Was just doing things in the neighborhood. Whatever job someone asked for, I, could, I just said I could do that. Hey, hey, hey. I had no clue, and I figured it out later. Um, Chris, can you do this? Yep, yep, yep. The answer was never no. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I can do that. Oh, yeah, we uh, specialize in that. Oh, yeah. Nice. (laughs) I've done almost every trade inside and out for for my um, exist, you know, jack of all trades, master and none. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're mastering being a jack of all trades, but you're doing. Oh, yeah. Ma- yeah. Master, master certification and, 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 <laughs> and anything you ask for. Nice. <laughs> so it went, you know, it evolved over the years um, more and more. And my brother got involved. Uh, Elizabeth um, became, she became our third partner. And we really who's, who's Elizabeth? Um, she's our she's our third our third partner. But I mean, who is she like? To, like you she's said, your brother C- got she's involved. Our, yeah, but she's I mean, our, is she is she a friend or family or? She's a, she's our CEO. Um, okay. Yeah, we're a family business, so gotcha. it's all it's all you know it's all family here. Yeah, yeah. So we really got a lot more professional as time went on, and um, we really started to actually make it a company and not um, just all three of us doing the work out. Right. You know, we, right. Like most of us, you know, I was a, a technician that suffered from an entrepreneurial seizure. I wasn't an entrepreneur. <laughs> right. You know, I, I was just a, uh, a kid with a paper route, and basically I became a tech over the years. And then yeah. um, we were just a tech-based company, and my brother was a tech, she was a tech. We were all working in the field, and then we over the years we stopped working as much in the business and started to work more on it now. Uh, we still, of course are pulled back into the day-to-day and still work in it, but our ability to focus on growing the company, taking care of our people, um, allowed us to build a big, uh, a pretty decent-sized company in a short period of time where if I would have just kept focusing on getting the next cert- landscape uh, certification, CNLP or ICPI uh, brick paving mm. uh, cert, I don't think that 
the company itself would ever be able to grow because I just would be growing myself as a tech all day. Right. That's that's an interesting point. What um so you said a a, a big company or you know a decent sized company. What does that mean? Like how many employees? How many? trucks, trailers, or what, how do you define that, that size? I, I, Revenue, I like, whatever. I like the way Michael Gerber uh, describes it. A Fortune 5, uh, to a Fortune 500 company, a regular business is small. To a Fortune 100 company, a Fortune 500 company is very small. <laughs> so someone who has one employee, uh, someone is going to view a company that has 10 employees is very big. Right. Someone who has 10 employees is going to view a company that has 100 employees is very big. Right. Someone who has 100 employees is only going to view a company that has 1,000 employees is very big. Yeah. But that, it, that, that's, yeah, go ahead. So, but I'm, I mean, we're 50, we have, we wrote 53 paychecks last week and are we ramp up to like 100 to 300 people during the snowstorms. Wow. So we'll have a bunch of moving pieces and um, things like that. So, we're, so you guys are big in snow because you're up in Buffalo, New York area, right? Yeah, we're a big snow company for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, we do a lot of snow. Wow, wow. But what else do you do? Lawn and garden, right? Well, yeah, we do landscaping. Cut, we cut grass. Uh, we mow that grass, make the cash. You know, <laughs> you that's Paul would say. Yeah. Um, and and that's a main driver of of our revenue. I view that as how you have your rolling billboard out there every week. You know, forty thousand impressions off of the truck wrap. So, if you can mow, have a lot of mowing and maintenance, that's going to drive in the landscape design work, the installation work, um, the hardscaping. From that is because your trucks are already out on the block, um, and you're basically building that brand. And you know, I really believe in truly branding your vehicles, having them stand out, being very different. Um, so what are yours look like? They're a big, crazy pointing beaver. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> there you go. They're, Stand they're out. Pretty, yeah, they're pretty nuts, you know? <laughs> and I think that that, when you're cutting grass, you're probably not making uh, your, basically your most profitable work, but it's recurring revenue. And it helps you to be able to understand how you're going to pay your, pay your bills and your people off of that. And then the extras are really your the design work the um, those one time extravagant jobs um, you're really going to struggle to ever do a fifty thousand or hundred thousand um, dollar project in in my opinion if you're just um, only advertising really online you don't have any billboard rolling around um, right. you know it's going to yeah. be tough fewer and farther between you know to do those patio jobs or those you know, jobs that everybody really likes to do. Right. You know, like the Caleb, the Caleb Allman type right. work, right? Right, right, right. That, that like, um, that intricate, complicated work that we have, like, an extreme sense of pride over. Um, I think to get that, you have to have some kind of, or to get more of that, having the maintenance really helps. So our maintenance has always been, like, our main driver, you know, an enclosed trailer, a pickup. That's pretty much how I started. And that was, like, I would do all my trimming and my... Um, at my spring cleanups and basically everything out of that setup, mm. um, whether I was just cutting the grass right, or right. doing that. Yeah. And, and then it, it, uh, it just kept, ev- it just kept evolving, um, to this pretty decent sized company, man. That's, that's a decent amount of a hundred some employees during a snow season and, and what, like 50 something, not during snow season. Yeah. Last week we wrote 53 pages. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a pretty decent circus act. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're so you're so humble and 
funny about it. Like you don't have like a decent sized company or whatever. Like, 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 you know, like you're not running a million dollar plus business. You know what I mean? Like a lot of guys get all uptight about that stuff, you know, and they don't want to talk about it or they're all stressed out about it. So where, how does that work out for you? How, how are you like, like this? I mean, part of it's your personality, but like, is there some other structuring with the business and not having to do it all yourself probably because you got partners like talk about that. Go to, go to work, yeah. major explosion. Go to lunch, major explosion. Hang out, wait for wait for the next thing to happen, major explosion. That's business for me. Right. Um, uh, but you just, seem so chill about it. You just like roll with the punches. You laugh about it. You're like, hey man. I mean, I'm getting to. I get to do my dream. Uh, I get to play my game. Um, I just want to keep. I want the game to go forever. Uh, and an in, infinite, uh, a finite athlete will play to win the game like a foot two football teams uh to win by the fourth quarter that's a that's a finite athlete an infinite athlete wants to play the game forever it never wants to stop so my coach um felipe silvia he started off as as a fighter and i watched uh you know watching him and the professional career he had is you know no short of less than amazing i mean the guy is He's world-class, as they call it. He's announced as a world-class athlete. Mm, the nice. man is a world-class human, too. Nice. But he is an infinite athlete because he became then a striking instructor and a, uh, a coach to now all of the, all of the guys that um, were under him. So his game kept going and going by, by um, changing what he was doing like a tech changing into becoming a business right, owner. Right, right. And then evolving, and then that has allowed him now to keep that game going. So, I mean, I'm grateful for the idea that, like, this is my game, this is my dream. I have the chance to do it. But in any business, there's more dark clouds than there are blue skies. Right. So I try not to, I'm not a, I, I, in my personality, I, I pop positivities in my top five. So I, I don't spend a lot of time in the, uh, in the woe is me and right. feeling sorry for myself. I'm more interested in the next opportunity, inter- interested in the next uh, the next door knock and the next chance and yeah. what's coming down the line versus uh, you know crying about what just right. happened all day. And you're, you're, you're like the buffalo. You run through the storm to get it over with and get to the to the brighter skies. Instead of being the cow that just you know the cattle yeah. that just hide in a corner and just get dumped on and they're just like oh miserable. I don't know if you've ever heard that analogy. Yeah. Like be the buffalo, just run through yeah, that run storm through and just get it. Because that's what they do. They they don't just huddle up and 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 you know like oh no they just run right through it and get it over with. Absolutely. Get, get it over with. So if you have um, your run like we were saying yesterday, you run into the punches. <laughs> yeah, they don't hurt as much. You know, every uh, the, the MMA thing, I guess. Like, you know, if you're if they're fighting and the guy winds up and they try to get and they try to move back and they don't go far back enough, they're getting the full punch to their you know the full velocity of it. Yeah. But if they see the guy winding up and they they run towards it, he can he can't he can't give them a full wind up. He only yeah. can give them a little half shot. Right. So running into the punch in life, I think, is uh, when the major explosions happen. Run into the major explosion because. It hurts a lot more when you try to run away from it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you're a big fan of Days of Thunder. Have you ever heard of that movie with Tom Cruise yep. back in the day? Yep. With um, 
NASCAR and all yeah. that. Well, he, he, he got into an accident, you know, yeah. like, you know, like, I guess, I guess apparently, you know, I'm not a huge NASCAR fan, but I really like that movie. But apparently like when there's a crash, you're supposed to, you're supposed to go ride high. Cause like all the cars are supposed to try and peel off down, down the track to the left. They're all just supposed to get down as quickly as possible. And everybody else rides up high on the track and you just, and you, and you hit the gas and you get through it super fast. Cause it, you don't want to linger around there, debris, get caught up on tires flying or a car out that, that didn't get out you know whatever like comes swings around and hits you so you're supposed to ride it high and go straight through hit the gas and all that right well in the movie that that happened and tom cruise like the guy his like arch rival didn't get out of the way in time and they just slammed into each other like it's like an anomaly thing like that's once in a blue moon that happens but you know tom cruise followed the path and you know you ride high and you and you gun it and you ride through and he's slamming into the dude and then that messed him up for the whole rest of the movie like he was shook after that because like and he, he wasn't really like the same aggressive racer anymore until finally at the end of the movie i don't want to spoil the movie for anyone but maybe you go watch it after this it's a really good movie it's an old movie but it's a classic you know, he finally just like somehow just, you know, the guys on the radio talking, yep. talking through talking. And finally, he, he finally got through and he just, you know, downshifted, hit the gas, went high and just room, 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 room. And you just saw and it's because it's all covered in smoke. So you can't see anything. So it's all like going on faith. You're running through a storm. You can't see anything and you just have to get through it. The faster you get through it, the, the less chances of it being worse. Um, so he just hit the gas, downshifted, and went went right, rode it high, and went through. And you saw all the cars peeling off to the side, and he ran. Th- as soon as he came out, that smoke, sun was shining, and he was like back. And he's like, I'm back. And he's like shifting back, and all of a sudden he's gaining all the positions. He's getting you know getting closer and closer to the lead, and he eventually won the race, of course. But that was like an epic defining moment. Like it's an really, epic movie. Yeah, I love. Yeah, that movie. I, I really love that scene. But that's kind of a a loose analogy of what we're kind of talking about it you know just you got to get through the storm you got to follow the path you got to pick a path and just go through it because there's going to be less damage you know listen Uh, to your coach too gene hackman's his his coach the whole time yeah he's coaching him up he's telling him hey major explosions coming but don't don't panic right stay calm yeah just go to go towards the fire run towards the flames right yeah Stay, stay high and hit the gas don't don't slow down don't stop just go yeah, so that's some good stuff there. Um, get me all fired up. I need to go see that movie yeah, again. Yeah, I do too. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. But um, so what? Let's let's segue into into all this. <laughs> what in the world has people have no idea what we're about to talk about? You came, you know, you you uh, uh, you. I gave gave you, you know, a registration to come down here and yep. hang out with us and podcast and. I didn't see it for the longest time yesterday. I was like, man, I wonder what happened to Chris. Where is he at? You know, and then all of a sudden you pop up and you tell me this epic story. So what what in the world happened? Uh, so I had, a, I had a pretty good trip. I did. I, uh, <laughs> From Buffalo, New York. Yeah, Buffalo, New York. I, I stayed in Columbus. Uh, we got, got some stuff going on there. So I enjoyed the day there. Came, so you worked your way down. Yeah, I worked my way down. So no, no, you know, nothing too crazy. Right. I stayed in, I uh, then stayed in Gatlinburg. Um, for a, for a night, so it's like two hours away. So from Gatlinburg to here is when all my fun stuff happens. <laughs> right. So I'm just enjoying, you know, just enjoying a peace, very peaceful, <laughs> right? You know, nice, nice trip. And uh, I'm driving, in, I'm driving to Nash, you know, to to Nashville, and uh, um, it's it, it's it's off awfully fun. <laughs> I, I I get I get here for the first night. It's uh, it's okay. Then I, I uh, went to take my commute uh, yesterday to, to the uh, Gaylord Resort right. from downtown. A wrench 
shows up on my dash. You know, it's like I'm having emojis the, right. uh, you know, pop up. I got, right. you know, his, yeah. his videos like, what are these things, you know? Yeah. So all, I'm, I'm having that go on. It's wrench emoji. Right. right. And I'm like, oh, shit, this, this is rough. A little before that, I had felt it shift funny and was like, hmm. That was kind of a rough shift there. What vehicle is this? It's a two. It was a 2020 F F250. Okay. Uh, you know, four door, standard yeah, standard right. truck. Yeah. Uh, pretty much a standard work truck for us. Right. Um, so, you know, this thing is it. It, it gives me a pretty good thud. But to go into gear the one time, I'm like, oh, that was nasty. Well, I hope you guys are enjoying this episode, this conversation at the huge convention here in with Pod Row, uh, at the huge convention with uh, Chris Pegnia. He's got a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge, and he's hysterical. He's a funny guy. He's new to podcasting. He's bringing a lot of great content, especially in the snow removal game. So those of you are really uh, wanting to check that out this winter, definitely check him out, you know, on Instagram and his podcast and all that good stuff. Of course, the information will be in the in the episode description here. But we had to split this up into a part two. It was, it was a, a long conversation and we were going going strong. And then in the middle of it, uh, we we got disconnected there. We lost we lost power. So we had to uh, I had to regroup and um, get us back on track. But we there was very, very limited downtime. We were able to hop back on and and finish up our conversation. So uh I look forward to uh, to seeing you guys back on Thursday's episode so that we can uh, finish the conversation. Thanks, as always, for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.